0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Tom tells Cousin Greg. Uh-huh. The, the despicable Cousin the disgusting, Greg. Disgusting. Disgusting. Truly disgusting. You feel
3: validated, you, by the way, with your Cousin Greg take. This episode feels like uh, this was in direct response. Is to- this your
2: king, Internet? <laughs> <laughs> is this who you stand, Cousin Greg? your hero your lovable cousin greg r to the ob and josh wiggler talking about succession
3: one podcast per week c r to the ob and josh wiggler talking about succession podcasting like bozos make some noise yeah that's right everybody it's the rob and josh show here on post show recaps talking about the final season of succession all season long i'm josh this is rob and today we are talking about the final season premiere of succession the monsters hi rob
2: uh josh on tour ready to go we're ready to go rob you're a good guy yeah yeah, yeah. You're, Josh, you're my, you are you're my pal. pal. You're you my, are best my pal. pal. Yeah. You're my yes. best pal. Yes.
3: Rob, we're back. Here it we're is. We're back. Succession has returned. We're recording a couple days out from the final season premiere. We are just two of the 2.3 million people Podcast. who watched. Two, <laughs> the numbers may be yeah. varying out that that's correct. Uh, 2.3 million viewers of the final season premiere of Succession, That's it? the monsters. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, Succession is like, it's an accolades show more than it's a viewership show, I think. Mm-hmm. But like the viewership is so loud we're, about in it. we're in the know.
2: We're in the know. Yeah, this we is, know. This is our thing.
3: We know what's up. We know what's up. This it's is our up. thing. Yeah. It is if, the you're here, most-
2: if you're here, you know.
3: It's the it's the most watched episode of Succession ever. Uh, these are the uh, these are the numbers that are literally pouring in as of I think five minutes ago uh, before we hit record. Even mm-hmm. this is very new. This is according to Variety. It's a two point three million viewership on Sunday uh, across linear viewers as well as streams on HBO Max. It is a thirty three percent improvement from the previous series high which was the season Mm. three finale Uh, and variety goes on to say that uh, uh, that uh, Warner brothers discovery is saying that succession has uh, been upticking with rewatch numbers in the lead up to season four, that the streaming audience over the last week is four times larger than it was the week before. I think that uh, the Warner brothers discovery should be thanking post-show real
2: disgusting brothers. Am I right?
3: That's right. The Warner brothers, disgusting (laughs) brothers. Uh, They should be thanking us. We did the daily succession
2: rewatch. It's on us. I think that's our bump. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I I love it so much. I'm so happy that we're here. I'm so glad that we're doing this. Kudos to you, Josh Wiggler, uh, that uh, writing away in addition to all your podcasting uh, landing, uh an interview uh this week uh with jeremy strong yeah Uh, it's, uh, it's super impressive I was so.
3: I, I, so some people may know that I've been in the journalistic trenches for uh, many moons. Uh, for gosh, I don't want to say that it's close to two mm-hmm. decades, but it is closer to two decades than one at this point. Uh, some time spent away from those trenches as we've been, uh, you know, really like grinding gears here on post show recaps. But they, they came calling, uh, the, those vibes. They called me back for House of the Dragon. Now I'm back with my friends at THR for Succession. And Jeremy Strong was like the first major interview I've done in two years, something like that. I was terrified.
2: I was so yeah, scared. Really? He's, he's, he's throwing like the you back of, into the deep end of the lake, right? Really?
3: And listen, when it comes to like going into the deep end of any body of water on Succession, it doesn't always go terribly well. Yeah. Uh, But it went great. It was really fun. Uh, Really fun to talk about Jeremy Strong, uh, talk with Jeremy Strong, about Jeremy Strong, I suppose, Uh, talking about Kendall Roy uh, and his role in the premiere and the premiere in general. Uh, And, yeah, really fun fun interview. You can check it out. Uh, I have it linked uh, to my author page, postshowrecaps.com slash THR, if you want to check it out. Uh, Jeremy Strong saying, uh, basically... Enjoy this moment, folks, because the darkness, it's on its way. Uh, This is a very victorious episode of Succession for the siblings, but how long will that victory hold, I think, Mm -hmm. is an open question. I have an open question for you, Rob. Yeah. What did you think of the final season premiere?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a a really fun start to get back into everything, but based off of like sort of like the super tease at the end of the episode, seems like uh, that there is a, a lot more drama to come and i did a rewatch of uh the episode this morning yeah yeah and i I just do wonder if you know oh it seems like okay the kids uh got one over on loge and he is uh sort of like okay on on the back foot but you know i feel like that the kids they bid 10 million dollars 10 billion dollars for the The biggest number i don't think they have 10 billion dollars i mean going back to like what they were saying it's not like that. Maybe they had three. But yeah. I don't know where the other seven was going to come from. They did say the biggest number, but I do wonder if like, this is not quite a done deal. Do Sorry, that, Dundee.
3: Uh, they do have the biggest number on the board? I think that it's mentioned in the episode that they're really banking on the Gojo sale and their portion of uh, yeah. the Gojo sale. But, but uh, I think
2: they said that that their portion of the Gojo sale was three.
3: Yeah. Well then I think that that like adds on to whatever treasure pile they have from all of their various and sundry Roy endeavors and connection to their father. So like, I think that that stacks the question though, is like, is, are they going to have that? I think that this is something that we got into on the live recap that we did on the YouTubes. If you want to check that out, that's uh, now available for anyone uh, to watch dot com slash YouTube. That one of the things that we got into was Logan Roy at like, The end of his life here, you know, whether or not we're going to lose him this season or not, he's clearly really, you know, right there at the end. He's thinking about it. Is this a guy who is going to um, potentially explode the Gojo deal just to spite his kids? Like, I feel like that is very much on the table. And so Hmm. they're really depending on this money for this uh, this PGM acquisition, Rob. I don't know that I, I love that for the kids. Like, I feel like the Gojo deal, which is 48 hours away in succession time, uh, does not feel like a done deal to me.
2: Uh, interesting. Would Logan, like, scrap the—I I mean, I guess he would do anything, um, but, I mean, it's just—it's it's so it's so convoluted, and honestly, like, I feel like that— succession is much more I think and I don't know if we've ever talked this through uh or maybe this is where it all originated about uh plot show versus vibes, vibes show, show. Yeah. and I don't think we're supposed to worry too much about this like I think it's much more about the vibes uh than the plot and who even cares the you know the thing that I sort of like uh, my takeaway this morning was like literally like any plot point that you could imagine, I feel like that they could just explain away with a line of dialogue on the show. Like, any, like, opinion pivot you want them to have of, like, they could basically just sort of like uh have the cognitive dissonance to just like uh explain anything on the show
3: mm-hmm. yeah and i think that uh this has come up over the last week or so certainly uh it has been a topic of conversation uh on the podcast and it's been brought up uh in uh in my in my twitter mentions shout out to donna uh at donna i walker on on twitter uh, who had questions about like the timeline, the timeline of succession? And, Don't like, worry here, about it. Here we are again at Logan Roy's birthday. So is it a year that's passed? Has it been more than that's passed since the start of the show? And One year. I think I, that's that's where I'm at. I think that it maps out totally fine as as a year. But I think that it's worth pointing out to to your point that Jesse Armstrong, the creator of the show. Uh, in an in an old interview that he did with the New Yorker when he announced that this was the final season he was asked directly has it been a year that's passed or longer uh, and this is what Jesse Armstrong says he says i like everything having real life models and examples but the time frame is where i have to hold my hands up and say look tv don't worry is about it it's just really hard yeah uh, it's he, also
2: like 2018 if
3: yeah. uh you know yeah, uh, he says, we've been doing the show for six or seven years. People have aged.
2: Which is not even an election year.
3: Yeah, yeah. The story moves at a pace that the story mm-hmm. demands. He says, I think there's probably been a couple of years that's elapsed in story time. But to an audience and indeed to ourselves as writers, it feels rather longer. But the show has to live in a weird TV reality. So if that's his mm-hmm. explanation about like time being a soup. I do think that that speaks more uh, to your point of, like, I think at least creatively – Succession is being viewed as it's it matters so much more about what you're feeling as an audience member than trying to, you know, answer a puzzle. I mean, the puzzle answering is sort of the reason mm-hmm. for the podcasts to exist. Yeah, so I mean, like this is
2: that. a podcast that is a lot of times for people who uh, watch other people make 3D models of puzzles uh-huh. and practice them at their house and then That's go through right. them on TV. So that I think people are very like, uh, like, oh, but what is the puzzle? Because I need to make a 3D model of it at my house to practice. Yeah. But in this case don't worry about it
3: yeah do you think that if you were to go on succession it would uh benefit you to practice deal making first like uh 3d print some no Gojo deals no this is,
2: what is deal making <laughs> it's like you know f you uh-huh. give me six no yeah. I'm gonna i actually use, think it's no. fo uh yeah. f off. i do no yeah nothing uh, is real on succession
3: all right. So I have a I have a lot of uh, vibey types of things yeah. for you, Rob, talking about this episode and one that wasn't even on my list. But you said it and it has been nagging at me uh, is I think it's the first time I've ever heard him called Logue.
2: Before. Multiple times in the episode. Yeah. this And it's all it's uh, it's all
3: from Tom. Uh, Tom calling him
2: Logue. I thought that he also got called Logue by Kerry.
3: Is this a new thing? Is like Maybe Logan the people is this like... in
2: the inner circle. They're trying yeah. to start a thing around the office. Like Listen, uh, the people I... that are in the know call him Logue.
3: I just rewatched the whole show. I don't remember a single time people called him Logue, and I feel like I would have clocked that because it was so strange to hear him called Logue. Mm -hmm. Is this like a late-life crisis? Is this an (laughs) end-of-life crisis? My children have abandoned me. I'm starting over. My company is leaving. I'm taking ATN. I'm taking Pierce, and you're calling me Logue now, and we're going to go. Is that part of this? Logue, is this like when you call Malcolm Malk? This is like no one else does this. Who's calling him Logue?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else that's short for a Logan? Log, log, yeah. yeah, log's no good. So you would rather
3: call him Gan?
2: Hmm, no,
3: there's really maybe, not. Maybe a the L to the short. OG
2: really stuck on, <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, hard maybe. He- do you think that he actually misses Kendall so much that he's been listening to L to the OG and Logue has kind of been incepted as a nickname?
2: I do think he does miss having the kids around. I mean, I think that that very much is very clear from uh, this first episode. Yeah. Were you sad for
3: Logan in this episode? This is the saddest I have felt for him for sure.
2: Um, I I don't know if I was felt sad for him, but you know, he definitely felt like that he did, miss you know having that sort of like uh you know relationship uh with at least like one of the kids like i mean typically the history of the show is like there's always like at least one of them's in the doghouse yeah and one of them's like uh see this is what they do dad you know one of them's like in the good graces and it's always like shifting of like who's in the hot seat and then uh, you know who's in dad's you know uh like looking good in dad's eyes and this is like the first time that, I mean, all he had was Connor and I don't even think he talked to him.
3: No, uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, that's gotta be hard for, for Connor to like, not only is he now like the last child standing on his father's side, that's still not enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, like that
3: still doesn't fill the, fill the void in, in yeah. Logan's soul.
2: You know, I'm sure it felt good at one point for Connor to be uh part of the 1%, but no, like uh, now he's holding he's- on <laughs> Yeah,
3: hang- hanging tight for dear life uh so yeah i mean i think like the episode it's obviously a big meditation in a lot of ways on logan roy facing down the barrel of the gun you know he's getting older he knows it he's getting closer and closer he has to consider uh the end of things that you know he can't deal make his way out of the restrictions of the human condition and he's talking to his only friend left colin All about it. Uh, Colin. Good guy, Colin, Rob. Good pal. Uh, What did you think of this scene where Logan is wondering? Is there anything left? Is
2: this it? Yeah. I feel like Colin got a real star turn in this episode. Now, is Visibility Colin the same spikes. security officer that like confronts Kendall yes. about uh all, all the stuff? So yeah, yeah, he's the
3: he knows about the boy, he knows about Andrew Dodds, the waiter that Kendall uh uh you know was, was there for on the yeah. on the wedding night. Uh but so I feel he, like this is yeah. the first
2: episode that he's like prominently mentioned by name.
3: He it, it comes up every once in a while, but this is by far his most prominent appearance. Yeah, no question. Like Colin has been uh like a background character, a background drifter he's had some moments that moment where he confronts Kendall that you're talking about in season three is uh I believe that's the disruption is that episode mm-hmm. uh is like uh like a chilling moment when a yeah. security guard goes up to Kendall's like, "I know you is terrifying, mm-hmm. but here you have Colin like he's the scene partner in what should go on Brian Cox's highlight reel uh, of like one of the greatest scenes that not just on succession, but Brian Cox has ever been involved in. Uh, Mm -hmm. So a huge thumbs up for Colin uh, And certainly his highlight reel has just taken a turn after this episode. Is this the beginning of is Colin Colin styles played by Scott Nicholson. Rob is Colin going to be the successor.
2: I think so. I think so. But (laughs) he will sit on the iron throne at the end of this. It'll be better than Bran for Uh sure. Yeah. Um, Josh, are you sad that The 100 isn't coming together? I'm a little
3: disappointed that The 100 isn't coming together.
2: I think you had a shot at The 100. I, I, I think you could I have been a like, a, like a, oh, and The 100, just a big big announcement. Josh Wiggler is going to be hosting The 100 yeah. the uh, prestige TV podcast.
3: You don't think that you and I could have like co-bylined a spot on The 100? I feel like this is one of the ways they would have been able to cheat and have like more than 100 people is like a couple of those slots were like pairs. I feel mm. like you and I could have done, I feel like we still could, if we ever wanted to do like a master class. Okay. Well, all right, first off, a couple things.
2: I think we would pro- probably want to rebrand to The Hunch. Yeah, of course, yeah. That, I mean, that's what they're missing right yes. now, yes. Like as they're trying to come up with like the logo and everything, like mm-hmm. a rebrand to The Hunge. Yeah, yeah. If and... we were just one, one Hunge uh,
3: of The Hunge, I'd be stoked on that piece of pie. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I think that'd yeah. be good. I think it would have been, uh, been cool.
3: Did you see that the list of the people who were on the hunch has been made available? No. Um, So here's the thing I don't know if this is real or if this is just a very funny uh, uh, listicle uh, that has been created by the staff of Vulture, but this Mm -hmm. is an article on Vulture.com. Who are successions? The hundred. The story says, check out this indispensable, bespoke media hub that's got the top minds in every field, from Israel-Palestine to AI to Michelin restaurants.
2: High-calorie info snacks.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Who are the 100 personalities that you are to put on your pitch deck? Here's who. And then they go through 100 different names. But there's nowhere in here that tells me that this is a parody there's nowhere in here. Are that they real? Me. The real I people? I don't know. I have yeah. not been able to verify. Well, the people are real. I have not been able to verify if this is like somewhere in the fine print of the episode or if this is just a ridiculous thing on Vulture. But among the names, the very first name on the Hunge, according to this Vulture list, is Finn Wolfhard of Stranger Things. Oh, uh, has made the list. Tried to see uh, Malk, but not uh, Malcolm Freeberg, Malcolm Gladwell. Yep. is on the list here uh beanie feldstein is coming in at 35 uh megan markle has shown up lin-manuel miranda so a bunch of names that maybe you mm-hmm. would expect stormy daniels them? stormy daniels coming in at 69 makes you feel like this list isn't real mm-hmm. i feel like that mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't yeah. strike me as uh 93 is notable
2: 90- I, I'll, I'll ask chat gpt to work on the real hunch
3: 93 is uh, Parvati from Survivor. Uh, is For real? Is how she is listed, yes. Yeah, Parvati from Survivor. Right, it's a joke list. Is 93 on the hunch. Uh, so. she,
2: she's written some blogs in the past.
3: Yeah, she could be great. She could be great on there. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of Annas in a row. Annas and Annies. Yeah, this isn't real, but it's great. It's great. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fun. A uh, very fun list of The Hunge. Do you think that the Roy siblings made a huge mistake by abandoning The Hunch for an actual existing media brand to start their new empire? Was this a good pivot or a bad pivot?
2: I think it was a bad pivot. I think that it's sort of like the, you know, uh, more evidence that they cannot, as Logan said, they've never had an original idea ever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately they just are trying to, copy you know what their dad is doing and they really i think that the biggest appeal of going for uh uh you know the the whole uh pierce empire is because you know dad is interested in it and so i think that that's uh you know what what they want to do it's like everything is like twofold sure like maybe they have some interest but they don't really actually want to do any work yeah um Yeah, I think
3: the thing that's there's a lot in this episode where like first glance because Succession has kind of inoculated you to some of the horrible nature of these characters because otherwise who are you going to root for if you can't like get over that to some degree? Uh, So like you're over that to some extent and then you're watching these three siblings who have uh, have ruined a lot of lives along the way but they've been wrecked so many times mm-hmm. you see them get one over on their horrible father who's somehow even worse than the three of them combined and finally like it's at long last i can't believe they took something like they took the ball away like logan roy is charlie brown they're lucy for the first time and it's a big deal and that's an exciting moment but I think like under scrutiny, it is potentially a questionable business decision. But I think also a lot of it speaks to just as like reminders of when you really think about it, these people are also still very rotten. They are uh, they're very quickly abandoning this idea that they've spent months and months and months of getting people to work on in the matter of like two hours. They're like, yeah. nah, that's done. Josh, all, I, I all that mean, time and money is you, for
2: nothing. You you rewatched uh, the whole show. I mean, go back to like uh, with the season two premiere, the Hamptons, where like there's like this incredible like seafood dinner that's yes. uh, that and you and all the workers are all working on everything. And then Logan says, "It's been in the stink." Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we're getting pizza, and yeah. they throw out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of seafood that's been like incredibly, pre- you know, prepared. like Uh, shitty hampton's pizza yeah Uh i would have to eaten some of the shrimp out of the garbage i think i would have been like like, oh this one
3: i think i might have drawn the line at garbage shrimp i don't know that i would have dumpster dived you wouldn't have done some rummaging I would have I would have probably rummaged, but I don't know if I would have taken the shrimp just because like, I think I would.
2: I would have. OK, so I would have not taken it from the garbage. Yeah. But if I was the person who was in charge of like, hey, like, oh, sure. Stop. Yeah, let me put Get this in the, the dumpster. Shrimp and throw it in the garbage. Like, OK, but I think I would have been like uh, like, shoveling it down indulging on the way. a little yeah. bit. I would have put it in a
3: bag and then I would have like put the bag in my car. And then if someone caught me, they'd be like, wait, that's supposed to go to the trash. Like, yeah, I know. I'm just I'm going to bring it to the dumpster yeah. near my house.
2: This isn't that great of a gig where if I get right. fired, I'm like, oh, now what am I going to do?
3: They took a private jet. And as far as I can tell, um, you know, so where Nan is, I want to talk about Nan, but where Nan is like, it's kind of unclear, sort of like time in the universe of succession. She's somewhere in wine country is what it seems like uh, in California. But the siblings are in Los Angeles. They're Mm -hmm. hanging out in L.A. uh, And then they go to Nan's via a private jet. And so if it's in like Napa or something like that, that's one thing. But according to uh, uh, the uh, the the World Wide Web, Rob, and some internet sleuthing that has occurred, the the house that uh, I keep wanting to call her
2: Old Nan, but that's a Game of Thrones mm. character. I mean, I'm pretty sure Roman did call her uh, <laughs> old, old Nan. Great, right? I get to talk to an old lady about yeah, newspapers. He, so. he does say that. Uh, but the the internet sleuthing uh,
3: suggests that the shooting location bernan's house is this 30.8 million dollar mansion in montecito which is in like santa barbara area uh, that a former google ceo uh lived in so what they're taking a private jet from la to santa
2: barbara is that plane in the air for two minutes rob (laughs) i'm sure it gets it's done you know i I do think that they have like correspondence on the show tell them like uh, what they would would be doing and that so uh are people what,
3: flying from
2: la to santa barbara in a
3: plane is that happening
2: i mean i yeah, guess I I, Ford look, doing what it, are they right? gonna do Dr- like first off the traffic uh <laughs> second <laughs> you know maybe i, I don't know Yes, not guess. the most outlandish thing that happens on this show I, just when I thought about that, when I, when
3: I, uh, if this is indeed where the Pierces are shacked up, uh, it, it felt particularly gross and wasteful to me. So, I mean, I think that like there's a lot in the episode. Well, they fertilized
2: the lawn with $100 marks.
3: Yeah uh mark Mylod, the director in the did you watch the after the episode i did yes he like talks about them as like this is them as like they're having like a new childhood uh so it's like they're they're, like this is like playground bullying tactics is more what it is the roy children Mm -hmm. yeah it's like a new childhood for the roy children they found camaraderie in each other they're you know uniting against uh logan they're like pushing him now on the schoolyard and like i feel like that metaphor is not great when you're looking at potentially next gen roy we've got something to say
2: i don't we've know what you have to, to say sing. yeah yeah song to sing mm-hmm. yeah so look i'm looking forward to it
1: step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family
3: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: I got a taste for Épère Marché Vingt Ordinaire when I was 19 years old, and I have never been able to shake it. I like my wine thin and
3: vinegary. Can we talk about old Nan? Can we talk about sure. Nan? Uh, I don't know that you and I have ever had a conversation about, uh, about Nan. I don't know when it would have come up. Uh, I don't know when we would have had the opportunity to have a big man conversation. Maybe if there was like a season two podcast that we did once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we talked in season three, not really. I was not
2: caught up in season two. I, yep. I my succession journey is that I uh, started to uh, ramp up in uh, like the fall of 2021 to get on board with uh, season three. Mm hmm. Uh,
3: so you wouldn't have had we wouldn't have had a nan a nan chat. Uh, mm-hmm. We would not have gone uh, mono a nano, uh, as as Shiv says.
2: Uh, you yeah, like uh, you all you the like writing nan is, so, is uh, so good. Is really, nan, nan
3: Pierce person,
2: a Pierce. She's fine. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, of course, uh, you know we know her as a uh, president. I know. Yeah, she is the president of the
3: United States, President Taylor, uh, mm-hmm. in the in the twenty four universe uh you know she i guess cherry jones is always going to be in some sort of position of extraordinary power wherever yes. she shows up uh, were you surprised that we, like, got back into the Pierce story so quickly? This this Was was this on your bingo card at all as a thing that we would ever revisit on the show?
2: Not really. I hadn't really thought about the show uh, too much in the off-season. I did not do a full rewatch. Yeah. I did ask my wife, who I thought was, like, a, in, in this with me, you know, uh, <laughs> who's famously watched The oh. Sopranos, like, multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, hey, succession, final season. Like, uh, let's go back. Let's do the re- rewatch. She was like, no, i like, I thought you cared. I thought you cared about them. I'm like, eh, I, I yeah, I don't need to. You know, all right, fine. Um, so yeah, I didn't spend a ton of time with it coming into the season. I do feel like that that was a great episode uh, where they were all together with uh, the Pierce's. Yeah, um, I did feel like uh, it was like, getting a little incestuous about the whole like, uh, Tom dating Tom and Naomi Naomi and Pierce. Naomi and Ken and yeah uh
3: I mean he says it's a non sexual platonic meeting that's not mm-hmm. a business meeting but it was a business meeting.
2: Yeah. So did Tom like uh was this a slip up on Tom's part to have even mentioned the Pierce? It seems like that there are like two things that sort of like uh confirm this to the kids of like what's going on right of tom mentions to shiv that he is uh seeing naomi pierce socially uh and that sort of puts the sort of like in incepts them of like oh dad's trying to buy pierce And then also that there is an Instagram post at Logan's party where one of the pierces is tagged. Right. I I don't know how Greg's date, unless she was some sort of corporate spy, even knows who she is.
3: uh, She's like a cloud chaser. So maybe she would know. Maybe she would know. With a
2: capriciously large bag. uh, Uh That is really (laughs) very embarrassing. Did you note
3: the size of the bag? Was it really that big? It was a large bag. Large bag. Yeah, I yeah. think you could have
2: fit a, you know, um, uh, you know, a say, couple of
3: CCTV cameras,
2: uh, or at the very least, like uh, a small, uh, personal pan pizza.
3: Was she trying to rob the humidor? Is that mm-hmm. why they wound up in the humidor?
2: She might is known for rummaging. Uh
3: huh. Yeah, could have been rummaging the humidor. Yeah, did she rummage the humidor
2: butter? for 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 to fruition? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no.
3: Yeah. Uh so but, it's like a combination of her and potentially Tom.
2: Yes. But was this did did Tom want like was was Tom trying to like dangle something to Shiv to get her potentially like, hey, what's going on over there?
3: Mm, I feel like I don't know how that bent. Or did he make a mistake? Um, I think I think Tom screwed up. I think Tom screwed up. I think Tom, uh, not only is Tom like not uh, you know. He's not impervious. Like, he's not perfect. Not only is Tom not perfect, but, like, by and large, Tom's failures greatly overshadow his successes. Like, his moment in the season three finale is such a shock because it's like, wow, Tom, you did it. Uh, That's incredible. Uh, So I'm more used to the guy that we see screw this thing up Mm -hmm. than the guy who nails it. Uh, So I think Tom, and you get this from that final scene with him and Shiv, is, like, he actually would like to, like, He would like to have the accounting of what went wrong and he would like to have the chance to like argue his case. He would like to be heard. He would like to be accepted. And I think he would like to heal this thing and have them get back together and Shiv's going to have none of that. So I think from that outlook, it makes a lot of sense to me that Tom would call Shiv to be like, Hey, this is a thing, but like, I'm not like seeing Naomi Pierce in case like we still have a shot here. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it was that, but it clearly immediately gets weaponized.
2: Can we go to that last scene with Shiv and yes. Tom? And uh, you know, uh, after watching this a second time, uh, I really felt like I saw so much Logan in Shiv. Yeah, uh, in the way that, like, when Logan is at the party and it's like, uh, you know, he's just missing like that antagonism of like uh like somebody like give me a joke roast me Mm -hmm. and then he wants to like it's an invitation for him to come back and like counterpunch and i feel like that shiv is like looking for that like uh hey tom are you bringing the models back here Uh are you doing all the positions with the models are they uh, yada 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 your face uh to get you to shut up uh huh tom huh huh like uh i feel like that she's like looking for in the same way like logan is like uh like uh come on cousin greg give me a joke me. Like, yeah and i just felt like that uh she is uh, like also like in the same way like i feel like that for the roys like uh that like familial antagonism like makes them tick uh and i feel like that she's like uh went back there almost like looking for the fight and Tom didn't want to give it to her. Yeah. He didn't yeah. want to give it to her, but then I, she got to say, no, no, no I don't think so. No, I'm good. I'm good.
3: Uh, yeah. I think that I ate this, on the
2: way over, yeah. there
3: are, there are so many Loganisms in, in these characters. Uh, like, I think that the, the language is infectious across the show. How many different times has he said F off? And then his kids have said it and the people mm-hmm. around him. Uh, and I think that, yeah, as much as they kind of loathe their dad, loathe. and frankly, probably like loathe their parents, generally, yeah. uh, they're so much like them. And that's, you know, a big tragedy of these kinds of things. Is like you're trying to escape the shadow of the 100 foot tall person, and you're just a pygmy in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're now like a pygmy sized version of that 100 foot giant. Uh, so you know this this is this is tough stuff as yes. somebody who's been roasted by the way Rob mm-hmm. is this really something you want to invite was Logan making a mistake inviting a roasting uh, at this point in his life
2: mm, probably I think that he probably could be a uh, roast but I think he also knows that like none of these people in the room Uh, are going to be able to do it. Everybody here is way too feckless to be able to actually roast Logan. Can you
3: define that for me? Mm,
2: That would be tough. Um, I want to go back to something else that Tom did in this episode. Tom tells cousin Greg... The, uh-huh. the despicable cousin the disgusting, Greg. Disgusting. Disgusting. Truly disgusting. You feel validated
3: by the way with your cousin Greg take. This episode feels like uh, this was in direct response. Is to... this your
2: king, internet? <laughs> is this who you stand, cousin Greg? <laughs> your hero? Your lovable cousin Greg? <laughs> You you love him, right? Everybody, <laughs> this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I don't even think that Bryce and Wendell should keep podcasting with cousin Greg. Right? Oh, uh, gosh. he's really he's really taking a turn. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> that <laughs> going back to Tom uh tom he tells cousin greg that there are hey logan's got closed circuit cameras everywhere everywhere. in here you just made him a sex tape you need to go you know tell logan what he's doing now i was like okay tom is messing with cousin greg okay Uh, okay he's messing with him this is on my
3: agenda to ask you about okay
2: okay but to the point of where the, you know, does the joke go too good joke goes too far because then cousin Greg is going to then go and, and apologize to Logue about what's going on and Tom doesn't stop him. So now I'm thinking that maybe Logue does have the CCTV everywhere. And and we do see him at the end of the show, like watching watching uh, you know uh, a what he describes as a ball sack with a toupee. That's right. Um, what with a scotch. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was going to be you know after that he was going to switch over to reviewing all the CCTV footage.
3: Yeah. The uh, the Nicholas Britell soundtrack uh, gets a little funkier uh, in the post credit scene.
2: If <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, it's like bass uh, riffs. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. very seventies. Okay. Um, but if. If if Tom was joking and Logan didn't have the CCTV, I think Tom would have subbed <laughs> like, like, no, 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 Greg, not not the right, not the right time. You think not so? the right time? You
3: don't think that this would have been like the ultimate like, uh, oh, disgusting brother. I got you. You because no, I feel like that
2: if if Greg is excommunicated from the family, is does Tom ultimately want that? Mm,
3: probably not but maybe a self-loathing Tom does but I don't know how how self-loathing he is at this point Uh, like I feel like that
2: Tom enjoys watching Greg suffer at his hands right to see to see we see how Tom is so nervous about anything like that conversation about how he was heartened Uh, he's so scared of Logan to have Tom be just like publicly flocked by Logan in front of everybody. And Tom is so closely connected to cousin Greg. I don't think that Tom would want that. I think that
3: that makes sense uh, to me. I, I I actually maybe was like the gullible one who foolishly took Tom at his word immediately. Uh, We're I'm like, oh, well, it makes a lot of sense to me that Logan would have cameras everywhere. He is a very wealthy person. He mm-hmm. is a very prominent figure in the universe of succession. And not only that, he is like a widely loathed figure. Loathe. He had yeah. he had in Roy. He had... Uh, he had pee thrown in his eye once upon a time. He got like a whole face mm-hmm. full of pee on the street uh once uh, in his life. And I'm sure that's not the
2: only time. Some of the Roy's like that, I think.
3: Yeah, he's, I'm sure it's not the only time he's been uh, either assaulted or an assault has been attempted. This is why he's got his best pal Colin around all the time. So it would track for me that he has cameras in his home. My question then would be, um, are these – these Chekhovs is this Chekhov's CCTV, Rob? Uh, will something important come of the fact that Logan's uh, home is wired up, that there's video footage of all kinds of things? Will this come back around in some way, shape, or form?
2: Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I, I- I don't think so. Again, I think that it's like you more plant of the
3: cousin Gregory's sex tape in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Does that cousin Gregory sex tape not have to go off by the end of the season?
2: <laughs> I think it did go off. I think that that is. <laughs> I think that's one probably of the things. done. Yeah,
3: I think that's probably done. But like, is there something to be done with the with the camera? Like if we're on Logan Death Watch, for instance, which mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm on Logan Death Watch any
2: minute. now. I don't uh, think so. You don't think so. I could see the season ending with sort of, like, uh, the, uh, like, I I don't know, like, uh, I could see, like, an apocalyptic uh, event at the end of the season, (laughs) Uh uh, more so than that, you know, a neat Logan has died ending now. Like a a Don't
3: Look Up Meteor is going to come out. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes,
2: I could see a Don't Look Up type ending to Succession.
3: mean that's a pretty good idea actually
2: as that i do do feel like that okay while we were all just like you know bickering also like these uh this the logan family did help usher in the end of humanity like Mm -hmm. i do feel like that that is like a Logan goes full
3: Earl Sinclair is what you're saying. He triggers Mm -hmm. the volcanoes and wipes out the dinosaurs. Yes.
2: Yes. The dinosaurs ending, I think is on the table for succession. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I just feel like that the Logan dies. Like now what? Like, I, I feel like that's sort of like the first episode to a new show.
3: Now, if Logan is... More so, so than an
2: ending of this story.
3: If Logan is Earl Sinclair, though, does that mean that the destiny has to be fulfilled? That one of the babies has to hit him in the head with a frying pan? Uh, does that have to happen at some point by the end of Succession Season 4? And who mm-hmm. would it be? And what is the proverbial frying pan? These are the questions that I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keep me up at night. Um, Not the it. mama. Not the mama. Well, yeah. I mean, the mama's out of the picture. I mean, Carrie might be the mama. Do you Do you have any strong thoughts about Carrie, the advisor slash assistant slash friend slash question mark, question mark, question mark. She's been, uh, you know, lurking in the background for like a season or so at this Mm -hmm. point. And now she's like deeply in the foreground. uh, Carrie is Uh, some of the theories had been that Logan was going to uh, they were going to like extract Logan's sperm and potentially create a new Logan Jr. Who said that? This was in the season three finale that there was like uh, there was uh, like stuff that to was in the him...
2: show or that was like uh, people on the Internet were saying There was that. like
3: it was literally Connors like they're putting stuff to make him more yes, fertile yes. in his fruit juice in, in
2: his smoothie. Right. Yes. Right.
3: Uh, this this episode for my and I was looking for it like didn't really do anything to advance that plot line if there's like frozen Logans somewhere in the world. I didn't think we got any. I don't think we have
2: like that, that kind of time. Like yeah. uh, n- nine months to gestation is like, uh, you know, more than the timeline of like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but <laughs> you need time, five more seasons for that. If time
3: is a flat circle on succession and if time is like just a real construct, uh, then maybe it could happen tomorrow. You know, who knows?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. the Next episode. I don't think be, so.
3: It could be Carrie. Uh, So you're not thinking that Logan's going to die. Interesting. I think that he's got to I really feel like especially the you know, I think it could be like, end of the series final scene, he's alone type of thing. But it does feel like sort of the, the promise of the show is like he's got to die and what happens once he's gone. Uh, like, and this this episode of him, like talking about it in such vivid detail, maybe I'm getting strung along again. Uh, like maybe like I'm mm-hmm. in like sort of the same position that so many of the characters on the show are in where it's like oh, you underestimate Logan Roy at your own peril. This guy's know, never going to die.
2: I kind of feel like that if you look at like the real life like uh, Logan Roy is like yes. uh, they, they hang around forever yeah. like I think that, that there are generations of people like that wait for them to die and they don't die they don't they, they, yeah. they, so Strigoy. Strigoy. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just don't know like is, is this Logan's, Logan's story is, is is the show Logan's story where he's the protagonist and like in a Tony Soprano like uh, you know type way of like okay the show ends when logan ends right or is the show really about like this family and about these kids and i i think that it would be like such a w- like wouldn't we want to see what happens like uh to the family like in his passing so i feel like that that would be kind of like an unsatisfying ending of like okay dad's dead shows over the end yeah
3: yeah um all right well if we're not talking about like we're on whatever watch we're on for logan i would be curious because you you've said kendall's your guy kendall's your favorite of the of the royce he is a really uh, is quiet... that bad
2: i i love i love no, i love I'm a kendall. Kendall fan, i love, kendall I, I, love Ken- I love kendall jeremy strong's incredible i'm not just saying
3: that because mm-hmm. he's my new best friend uh i'm saying it because he's incredible and the acting is so good uh question his method if you will but he's so good um but it's 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 like a really quiet episode for him and according to my interview with jeremy strong he thinks that that's like that's by design and he's just really happy he says uh kendall's really happy to just be in a band uh like he's happy to like be in the band Mm -hmm. with his siblings uh and he says uh in the interview with me he does say but just when i thought i couldn't go any lower enter season four Um, that is very ominous and I wonder what you think that means as far as Kendall has this really quiet premiere he seems very supportive of the acquisition of Pierce Mm -hmm. is he plotting is he scheming is there something bubbling in the background or like circumstances just going to give out from underneath these kids
2: So I I do feel like that uh, Kendall does have like a side of him where he is like kind of like capable and does is is like you know has like some like halfway decent like business instincts, but also like is a very broken person, and then does get like distracted uh, with like a lot of these other vices. So I don't. I think that he's uh, like. I think he's pretty cards up in terms of like what his like objectives are. But then I also do think that, you know, he's had like these self-destructive tendencies. So I I don't think that he is like playing two different games in terms of like what he's trying to do business wise. I do think that there are sometimes like his vices, uh, which then end up sort of like sidetracking like what he wants to do from a business perspective.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really curious to see where they take him because it's such an uncharacteristically subdued episode for him. Uh, And like, especially compared to like every season premiere has had this hugely major Kendall component. And this was not that. Mm -hmm. So what's being reserved from us? Uh, Is it just like, is there something actively being withheld? That's not really successions style. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but like, what is being reserved narratively i guess like where's this thing gonna go because you can't imagine this season doesn't have him popping off at some point
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that roman is gonna go back to logan at some point like uh, he seemed the least excited about this and is like always like the most likely person to go running back to To logan i guess we maybe we've seen that to some degree before but i think that uh, if then ultimately there's another betrayal that happens, like among the children, like that could be something that sends uh, Kendall into a spiral. Yeah,
3: potentially. Um, closing out here, Rob, and just looking ahead at the next episode, I want to give you the title and then let's try okay. and guess what happens the same way that we did with the monsters. Where you said there was, I didn't see a lot of cheese being passed around at Logan's birthday. No,
2: I mean, uh, it was. I thought it was interesting that it was Logan who log uh described uh like the party was like the monsters. Um, yes. like I feel like that the 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 comparison that I was talking about last week about the the actual like Roy family being the monsters uh like I thought like had some interesting comparisons but like um Logan does he always make this many references? Like uh, he was like a regular like Ted Lasso uh, this week of like uh, oh these people they're like the monsters like uh, he's like uh, he's regular Sid Caesar over here like uh, he's like an
3: evil Ted Lasso he's Mm -hmm. like Led Tasso Uh, this is this more Logan's uh, style in this one Uh, I don't know he's not really like such a pop culture quote machine typically Uh, Mm -hmm. but he's had his moments Um, Mm -hmm. okay so sixties pop culture. Episode two. Let's see if we can't figure out what this is okay. going to be about. It is called rehearsal. 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 Do we think Nathan Fielder will be showing up? Oh the yes, yeah, so they're
2: gonna like they need to go and to have a conversation with their dad. They're tough conversations, yeah. so they're gonna. They need to rehearse it. all the
3: possible outcomes of how this is gonna go with
2: Logue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know what would be uh, rehearsed.
3: Um, there is, uh, I mean, I think literally like, could they be rehearsing, trying to go to their dad and explaining themselves? Uh, I think it's not impossible. Uh, I think that the probably most obvious one is, uh, Connor's wedding is coming up so is this like a rehearsal dinner episode that we might be getting married
2: under the statue of liberty with bum fights josh do you you want to go to that you don't rehearse
3: that. Is that exciting yeah you just really want to throw him in is that how it goes
2: yeah i don't think that really you um like uh, would have the rehearsal dinner there uh, with barbed wire and the bum fights yeah
3: I mean, that's not the re- that's the wedding. The rehearsal dinner could be classier. That's like the intimate uh, family affair. No,
2: look, weddings are big deals on Succession, but I I don't know. I don't think that we're gonna have like a true rehearsal dinner for if Connor's, Connor's wedding...
3: wedding goes the way that he just pitched it. Uh, that's gonna put the other weddings to shame. Uh, I don't know that this show can. That's too much wedding. Should be the name of that episode.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Um, So I, I don't think that um uh, we'll get it. Look, uh, it might just be like a throwaway line of dialogue like the Munsters was. So uh, we'll we'll see. But I feel like that maybe they're, they're maybe rehearsing like some sort of like, OK, the shareholders are here. Mm-hmm. We're going to like go out there. You say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, and then ultimately things go haywire. Okay, well, we'll see. Sunday night is
3: rehearsal coming up. We still got some more Succession podcasts to go here on Poster Recaps, including an end-of-week wrap-up. The great Emily Fox will be joining wow, the podcast to give some takes. We'll be doing that one live on the YouTubes, so go to com slash YouTube to subscribe there if you want to watch the video version, or go to com slash subscribe to subscribe to the Succession feed, the Rob and Josh show, all the other good things that we've got going on here if you got any feedback you want to send in post slash ask is the way um rob anything else from succession you wanted to make sure we got into here not enough jerry yeah limited amounts of jerry she well she couldn't do with all of this horribleness Mm -hmm. she didn't want to get involved in the roasting or the guest the scent either Mm -hmm. didn't want to be involved in that
2: Yeah. Okay. Win a buck only for that. Yeah. Win a Um, buck. Yes. Uh, Also, uh, I just feel like that uh, not enough is uh, being talked about. Roman, it was just firing on all cylinders. I think that almost every single line that Roman said in the episode was just like such a home run. Yeah, I don't want
3: to, I don't think I can look at an omelet anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm going to look at omelets anytime soon and think about them as breakfast good.
2: It's just, you know, the writing, every single line of that, like there can't be a boring scene on Succession just because like I don't even care what's happening. It's just mm-hmm. that the dialogue is just so incredible in every single scene.
3: Yeah, should we come into this podcast next time with like a top five lines from each of us, and we top can uh, five
2: hundred? They should be the hundred. Yeah, let's do let's the one hundred, the one hundred best lines from yeah. each episode of Succession.
3: Maybe what we could do is we could go out to Vulture's list of the hundred and see who would be willing to come onto the podcast with us to give. their We top might 100 be able lines. to get Parvati at ninety-three. I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, ninety-third uh, most powerful person on the hundred. That's uh. I feel like we could aim higher. No offense. You want Stormy Daniels? 69. I think we could go higher than 69. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just looking okay. to see like, who's gettable past that point. Um, who's Lil Baby? Oh, ba- ba- hip hop. Is that somebody who I don't know, Lil Baby? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know if we can get Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Uh Aaron Sorkin. You want to get Aaron Sorkin on the podcast?
2: Sure. Aaron Sorkin.
3: Jason uh, Sudeikis. All right. 62. Jason Sudeikis. I'm going to reach out to the Ted Lasso people. We'll drop this in the Ted Lasso feed. It'll be a great time. That's how we'll do this. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's what we'll get. That's what we'll get. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. Um, All right, that's the podcast this time around. Rob, what's going on in your neck of the woods? You got a live show here coming up here Yeah, I'll be
2: live in Raleigh, North Carolina for a live Survivor viewing coming up here. Very excited about that on Wednesday night. So uh, we've got that going on and then everything else uh, that I'm doing over on RobHasAWebsite.com.
3: Okay, follow Rob at Rob Sester Nino wherever you can find him. I'm at Round Howard. We'll be back with more Succession Podcasts very soon, and Rob and I will be back next week talking rehearsal. Until then, everybody, F off.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family
0: 18 plus.